Welcome to Sunday Sermons from Trinity UMC in Lincoln, a podcast to help on the faith journey. Now on to this week's message from Pastor Jeff Slater. The greatest power entrusted to us is the power to turn. No, no, dear. I can install the motion sensor light switch in the laundry room. I've done this before. It's not hard. Ah, It won't be a problem to replace the fluorescent fixture with an LED. I've done that one four times before, and it's easy. In fact, it's so easy, I think I'll do it at the same time I replace the motion sensor light switch. Not a problem. Yeah, I know, honey, it's only an hour before I have to go, but this is easy, and I'd just like to knock it out while I have the energy. Huh. The wires aren't the colors I was expecting. Strange, I expected this one to be hot, not that one. (laughs) Wait, what? That's not right. And I'm really tired of going up and down the stairs to flip the breaker. (laughs) Honey, I have to go do my other thing. I'm almost done here. Can you live without light in the laundry room until tomorrow morning? Two weeks later... Two Amazon boxes sitting on top of the washing machine from other motion sensor switches ordered. Three wiring diagrams wrinkled from use, looking remarkably the same. A groove worn in the stairs to the breaker box downstairs. Honey, I think it's time to call the electrician. The greatest power entrusted to us is the power to turn. Now, for the record, and so that I can walk out of here with a little bit of pride, it stumped the electrician too. (laughs) Turns out the house was wired wrong. Whoever whoever wired the laundry room did it wrong. But that's that's not the subject of my sermon. That's just just saving face a little bit. You know, today's scripture, uh, actually, there's, there's a couple. Uh, I, I only, had, uh, only asked Mitch to read one. But the other one is from the book of Malachi, and it comes a little bit earlier in the story. And Malachi is in the Old Testament. So, before, well, John the Baptist was technically before Jesus came on the scene too. But Malachi was even further before, though not terribly, terribly ancient and before Jesus. And we don't know exactly when it was written. And in fact, we don't know exactly what was going on in the world when Malachi was written. And for that matter, we don't even know if Malachi was a name or a title. You see, Malachi uh, translates my messenger. And so it may very well be that this prophet was an unknown prophet, that nobody knew his name. And so those who collected the scrolls just wrote my messenger on the top. We honestly don't know. But what we do know about Malachi is that he saw that God's people had problems. And he saw that they were barking up the wrong tree, that they were going down the wrong path, and that they needed to turn. Remember, the greatest power entrusted to us is the power to turn. And Malachi knew that the people would not be able to do it without help. 
In fact, they'd proven that time and time again. Let me read to you some of what he wrote. Look, now this is, he's channeling God here. Look, I am sending my messenger who will clear the path before me. Suddenly, the Lord whom you are seeking will come to his temple right? God's been, God has felt like God has been gone for a very long time, but God will return. The messenger of the covenant in whom you take delight is coming, says the Lord of heavenly forces. Who can endure the day of his coming? Who can withstand his appearance? He is like refiner's fire or the cleaner's soap. Now, you know how refining metal works, right? Is something, you, you heat it up very hot, and it's not easy. It's not easy at all, and in fact, you sweat, and it's hard work, but when you heat up the metal, the impurities come to the surface, and it lets the metal be shinier. (laughs) Malachi says, he will sit as a refiner and a purifier of silver. He will purify the Levites, uh, one of the tribes of Israel, and refine them like gold and silver. They will belong to the Lord, presenting a righteous offering. So Malachi knew that the people needed to turn But he knew they couldn't do it without help. But God had given him a strong sense that help was coming. Now to the scripture we read a few minutes ago. We turn to Luke. Now, Luke uh, is a book whose time we know exactly. It's the story of Jesus' birth. And it begins, though, with the story leading up to that birth. And I say leading up to Jesus' birth because Jesus wasn't the only miraculous birth in those days. Elizabeth and her husband Zechariah were beyond childbearing age. In fact, they'd given up hope of having children, no doubt, and it was no doubt a burden that they carried because it's something that they had desired but were not able to do. An angel visited Zechariah to tell him the good news that they would have a child. Zechariah, despite being face-to-face with an angel, I'll say that again, despite being face-to-face with an angel, Zechariah didn't believe it. He had hoped for so long that when he was finally face-to-face with something beyond our normal experience, he still didn't believe it. He thought he knew better how things worked. Zechariah thought that he could replace the light switch by himself since he was so smart. Oh, wait, that's not Zechariah. That's me. (laughs) But in time, he turned. The greatest power entrusted to any of us is the power to turn. Their son was John. Now, when John came of age, he was pretty rough around the edges. He was the last of the Old Testament prophets, it's been called. He spent large amounts of time in the wilderness. He dressed unconventionally. (laughs) He ate locusts and wild honey. Any of you like locusts? No one? I've always wanted to have locusts available on John the Baptist Sunday, but eh. (laughs) You can imagine his breath must have smelled just wonderful. And when John came near town, he shouted, change your hearts and your lives because here comes the kingdom of heaven. Now the Greek word for change your hearts and lives, that whole phrase there is one word in Greek. That word is metanoia, metanoia. And literally, metanoia means turn around. 
You're on the wrong path. What you're trying to do won't work. You won't find God on that road. You won't find fulfillment on that road. You won't find life on that road. You won't even find happiness except for maybe a moment here and there. Turn around because here comes the kingdom of God. Now, John knew that the day would soon come when a young man would come before him to be baptized, a young man whose sandals he was not fit to tie, a young man who would himself be the kingdom of God, (laughs) a young man named Jesus. And because he knew that day was coming, he said, turn around because the path you're on doesn't lead where you think it does. My paraphrase of it would be something like that. If you want to receive the miracle, cut out your foolishness and turn around. John almost wasn't ready himself when Jesus finally came into his line to be baptized. The greatest power entrusted to us is the power to turn. You know, I once saw a child on the playground about to hit another child. Now, I don't mean this would be like the end of the world. You know, I don't mean a fight. I don't mean true violence. Well, I mean, it is violence, but you know what I mean. This wouldn't have been the, this is like normal playground kind of things that happen, right? Fairly normal playground anger, even if it's wrong. The, the, the one child had cut in front of the other, and the other was angry and was about to hit. Now, now the one who cut in line had had his back to her, right? Because he had just cut in front. And it was one of those moments that we all face in learning how to handle our big feelings and our anger. And I'm pretty sure I'm the only grown-up who saw. But hitting obviously wasn't the best way for this little girl to handle her anger, right? Hitting, Hitting this boy was not the best way to do it because violence never, th- never makes things right. Now, had there been warning, I probably would have intervened. I probably would have said something, right? But it all happened so fast. And as this child was about to swing her fist, she stopped. Now, a couple minutes later, she was near me, and so I spoke to her. Hey, I noticed earlier it looked like you were about to hit him, but you didn't. And she said... Yeah, I really wanted to. He cut in front of me. I was really mad. But then I remembered that hitting only makes things worse. So I stopped. I said, I am so proud of you. Wanting to do a bad thing and then choosing not to shows that you are very, very strong on the inside. Because you see, the greatest power entrusted to us is the power to turn. What I really wanted to do was break out into song. (laughs) You know, if you've been here a while, you know that I'm a a big fan of Fred Rogers and Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood and Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood, too, because this particular song is a big one in Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood. And I didn't set this one up with the band, but I want you to hear the song. What do you do with the mad that you feel when you feel so mad you could bite? 
when the whole wide world feels oh so strong and nothing you do seems very right. What do you do? Do you punch a bag? Do you pound some clay or some dough? Do you round up friends for a game of tag or see how fast you go? It's great to be able to stop when you've planned, oh, I've messed up the melody. It's great, I'll tell you what, I'm gonna read this part. It's great to be able to stop when you've planned a thing that's wrong and be able to do something else instead and think this song. I can stop when I want to, can stop when I wish, I can stop, stop, stop any time. And what a good feeling to feel like this and know that the feeling is really mine. Know that there's something deep inside that helps us become what we can. For a girl can be someday a woman, and a boy can be someday a man. Can I say that middle part again? It's great to be able to stop when you've planned a thing that's wrong and be able to do something else instead. The greatest power entrusted to us is the power to turn. And so I want to ask you this morning, what roads are you going down? And are any of them the wrong roads? Maybe wrong is too strong of a word. Are any of them less than the best road? Is your fist in the air preparing to strike someone who wronged you? Is it not a fist, but rather an attitude? Do you have any laundry rooms in your life who've gone two weeks without light? <laughs> Malachi knew that his people needed help to turn around. John the Baptist said, turn around, the help is here. The greatest power entrusted to us is the power to turn. Let us pray. Oh God, thank you for the gift of turn. Shine your light into our lives. Heat up, hard as it is to ask, heat up your refiner's fire that our impurities might come to the surface. And when we see the path that's wrong, when we realize our laundry room without light for two weeks, give us the courage to accept your help to turn. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for joining us for this week's Sunday Sermon. For more information on growth groups or how to more fully embrace the life of faith, visit us at www.trinitylincoln.org.